Concerned about that. The normal blue waves that I am looking at are very small. They show something being recorded. Tests have revealed that sounds are being recorded. I almost likely just have to loudin the volume. Like even that didn't make a spike. That was something of a spike. I probably shouldn't just be making spikes. What if I hold the mic? Not much of a difference. This is you tweeted. You mean it? I'm your host, Byron, also known as Black Rocker on Twitter, Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. I'm not just me. dot com is the website. This is you tweeted you mean it, episode ninety seven. Cocentric. Hey, 
Yep, that's right. Episode 97, Cocentric. My ear itches. I feel like maybe I should be wearing headphones. Also pretty positive. Wearing headphones won't play the sound back. I'm connected. There's that spike that I was looking for. So there have been some spikes. I guess to normalize that out. Today's December twenty fifth. It's uh, almost six o'clock, late start. Try not to let the mic fall again. Uh, organically all one we all come from the same source so we are different seasons under the same sun exactly yeah right so we must embrace our differences definitely we must enjoy the differences yeah because we created these differences in order to if there wasn't difference life would be boring right it would be just absolutely there would be no point but beyond that we must see past those differences yeah. Right. On a, on, a, on a deeper level, we must appreciate them, but we must not take them literally. We must not take them as factual. Yeah. They are not factual truths. Our differences are not factual. They are the matrix, the Maya, the illusion, the, the game. Yes, brother. Yes, brother. This is it. Yeah. And that's exactly. People still stuck in their pigment. Yeah. You hear people saying, "Oh, we black people, we are the true chosen people." Yeah. Oh, we. This tribe, we're the true chosen people. Yeah. Oh, my my race, my religion, my book, my country. We're the true... Oh, my God, you are deep in the Maya. You are deep in the illusion. Deep in the Maya. Yeah. Right? You're still playing games. You're on the Monopoly board. Yeah. You need to step away from the board and see the picture from above and say, I'm none of those things. None of those I am things. not black. I'm not white. God, yeah. I'm not even human. Yeah. That is not me. This is a, a character I'm playing. 
I am acting out this role. This isn't even my life. It's not even real. <laughs> <laughs> That video can be found uh, by searching Martin Kinney, Disc Astrology, The Human Journey, Discover, Disclosure, and Discussion with Fabian. That is Smithereens by 21 Pilots uh, from the album Trench. Trench. <laughs> I'm about where I wrote this and where I read this. 
and I forgot to stop I got off stage and I was just like oh that was so cool oh yeah I'm just gonna keep recording So that was stand up. 
Right now I'm on Facebook and shuffling cards. Alistair Crawley Toaster, what did you think about that set? We flip an N-word. Dominion. Two of Wands, Creative Energy. That was the notebook bits. Pretty funny. Started from a good spot. That was December 2nd. No, that was December 9th, my bad. And the tweets we have, December 9th, check out my latest podcast, Podbeam, episode 96. We got an Instagram picture zipper, Instagram picture antiquated. I like the video, Red Ice Radio, Shannon Dory, One Hour, The Nomo, and The Dogon. a little plug for Red Ice Radio. This is a little bit of Shannon Doherty. We're going 24 minutes in. Males in the last four ancestors are identified as females. Mm-hmm. And um, these first two ancestors, even though they're primarily male beings, these, these individuals are all hermaphrodites. And one of them, they suggest in the mythology that one of them becomes pregnant. And this would have been a very... Um, Terrible. I'm gonna go 35 minutes in. And uh, we 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 see it appearing in Mesoamerica culture, where um, the Madonna is, is shown with a, an elongated head, and the Numa also had elongated heads. But she she show, is shown with two legs, and she dates from 300 BC to 300 AD. So she's a much later version of this Madonna. But the babies has a lizard-shaped uh, head, and the Madonna, the Ur-Madonna babies all have lizard-shaped heads, and, and that was another way that Obertinelli described these beings as, as lizards. And uh, Going 48 minutes in. Uh, there's so many different avenues to explore here, obviously the whole story is, is fascinating, and, the, and there's many uh, points that I want to get to. Why don't we talk a little bit more about Lebe and, and mitochondrial leave, because this is some of the, you know, scientific evidence if you will and that is being supported uh, supporting the story basically in, in this case and and maybe again you can just run through uh, for us how you how you think then that mankind as it exists today uh, came, came came to be is is the mitochondrial eve is that the latest incarnation or we if you will then descendants of of this labe uh, entity that they helped to to create is, is that the story yes that's the story that's that's what the dogon people believed and um, they hoped that over time uh, humans would be able to um, regain their immortality and that individuals like the jackal uh, would not be left out of of the uh, world order as they describe it because he had been severed from the numo's spiritual essence. So um, the importance of of mitochondria uh, DNA, or not DNA, but um, the mitochondria itself 
is that it's only passed from mother to their offspring. And so this is how they're able to use this to determine, um, trace it back. So obviously they have knowledge of, of, of DNA. And, and how is this today incorporated into the Dogon uh, tradition? We, we have a whole interesting set of... of All right, that was Shannon Dory. Shannon Dory, Mythology of the Dogon. I liked another video, the Nomo and the Mythology of the Dogon. Shannon Dory. Gonna start this one 22 minutes in. The priests would try to mimic the... Uh the Numo and they put on two iron sandals that lay on the altar and, and the Numo finally convinced them to use leather that it was easier for walking and uh, and you see the Numo with the um, they're associated with the ram the, when they're in their spaceships they're identified as celestial rams and this is because the spaceship glows in a in a red ball but it has these well, let's, this... let's, let's come back to that you know because sure. that's sure. I got another question but we're, sure. we're going to go there Okay. 48 minutes in. Okay, so it does sound like they were aware of, you know, uh -huh. life. Other, well, I mean, because, and I'm just going to put in, you know, on a different side note, you know, there are people that talk about the Anunnaki, like they were the only guys in the galaxy, you know, and I mean, when people use that term, I tend to kind of go, well, are we talking about a blanket term or are we talking about one specific group you know and it sounds uh -huh. like with the nomo we're talking about one specific group you know based on what they look like but it sounds like they were aware that there were other people other groups there uh -huh. but just not yeah. here on earth all right cool. i like that Yeah, the, the Dogon religion is, is extremely ancient. Um, we see that the, the, the Numa were also symbolized by the cow. And the word uh, sun, because they were symbolized by the sun, was ne, and the word for cow was uh, na, and the word for mother was na or something. They all had the same root, so they were all... Okay, talk connected. about the cow. Well, I keep running into the cow, and for the life of... Has gone 121. From a very different perspective. I mean, it's not like this whole kumbaya moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, Alright. Yeah, I mean, I, I wrote this one article and I talked Went too about, far. Um, 55. Um, he was also Catholic, quite Catholic, I think. And um, this could have been coming from his Catholic background. I don't know. Um, a lot of... Uh, historians look at th uh, things like that that they can't understand as, and they, they put it down to myth. We see that um, earlier I was talking about the Smith's hammer. Well, the Smith's hammer is what becomes the uh, witch's hammer and, and we see this in the witch trials where um, Malus Malfocarium is the name of the the witch hunter's manual that they use for 300 years and the name of it is the witcher's hammer and this is the hammer that is associated with this pagan religion and margaret murray had interviewed a lot of these witches who had been um 
convicted of witchcraft and they all went to their death claiming that theirs was the true religion and witchcraft was and uh, Catholicism was false and they said that um, uh, uh, and Margaret Murray said that she believed this religion existed and I believe this religion did exist all over Europe and it was the same religion the Dogon believe and they she talked about how these women had had worshipped a horned deity and um, and there's uh, uh, the Canon Episcopal, a 10th century document. Uh, that was the Nomo and the mystery, you know, the mythology of the Dogon. Shannon Dory, it's an interview where she's on. I like the video, the serious mystery, Robert Temple interview by James Whale, January 1998. Excuse me. I'm going to go 20 minutes in. Fifty-four minutes in. Serious Mystery Robert Temple interview by James Y. January nineteen ninety eight. We got I like the video, the serious mystery interview with Robert Temple. 
Oh, this is three minutes in. In nanotechnology, speculations about computers the size of atoms and all this kind of thing. Well, imagine that you'd gone beyond talk and had actually done it. So there could be a speck of dust floating in this room, which would be quite up to recording our conversations and filming everything and transmitting that off to some sort of giant supercomputer somewhere that's orbiting in the outer solar system, creating a massive record of the history of this planet and its civilization. And people so scared. In the 1970s, seven minutes in, was that a third star in the Sirius system would be confirmed. Well, that's what happened. Some radio astronomers... Uh, after studying perturbations for eight years, published a technical article in a technical journal confirming the existence of this star. So the central prediction was confirmed. That's a very interesting video. It's like a 10-minute movie. It's called The Serious Mystery Interview with Robert Temple. I like the video, The Dogon Tribe and the Nomos. Going two minutes in. Five minutes in. Snake tail. A lot of people say that the reason they look like that is because it's an analogy of the sperm. And the sperm is the analogy of a sex, sex cell. Now, the sex cell is interesting because it can regenerate itself into any other of the cells. And it's also um, considered the immortal cell because it can keep regenerating itself into any other cells. So, in, in conjunction with that, with the snake bottom, you can kind of say that's in conjunction with the snake totem because the snake totem is also an immortal, which can also regenerate itself. But that's basically my quick introduction. The Nomos um, were introduced by the Dogon tribe from West Africa near Timbuktu. They basically were a tribe that understood astrology, more advanced technology and astrology than modern day. And when people research them, they talk about their gods being the Nomos, who came from Sirius, the Sirius constellation, came in the primordial water, and came in the form of a hermaphrodite, and were associated with water, which they were considered an intruder. 
That video is called The Dogon Tribe and the Nomos. I want to give better plugs. The, the next tweet is Instagram picture scanner. I want to give better plugs, but also if you just go to my Twitter, December 11th, Black Rocker liked all of these videos and links to them. Or you can go to my YouTube. But I don't know what that's called. It's probably Chubby Chase 2, but don't worry about that weird spelling. It's not actual, uh, whatever. I don't have to defend myself. <laughs> so, like, I want to plug these videos better, like I was saying. But if you go to Black Rocker, you can find the specific videos. Or if you listen to this and hear how it sounds... Write it down, something, I don't know, YouTube, search it. Whatever, it's not well documented, but it is documented. I'm going to flip a card about these tweets. We get an outward success. Six of discs. These are December 11th tweets. Let's reiterate. Next we have a December 11th stand-up set. And then I will give explanation. Also, hopefully this stand-up set doesn't record somebody else's. I'll try to cut it off if it does. But I don't like cutting off the thing. I want to hear the whole video file, the audio file. Whatever. I'm not. I'm just gonna do whatever I need to when the time comes. Hello, everyone. Hello. I'm glad you are. Spontaneous show. I am very proud to be doing comedy in front of you. Uh, now to begin the dissertation. I wanted to say that, but I also wanted to Google what exactly dissertation meant. Would it be like a funny bit if I just got on Google right now? I think that would be a funny bit. You ever ask a rhetorical question? I said that wrong. 
that's that's like a big burden, you know. Yeah, I want to write a manifesto, fuck. But I know it would be called. It would be called a, a love manifesto, a manual and policies on writing this dick. My Like, how long do you wait to fuck him? How long? How long do you... Can you know if you fuck him, like, as 
himself from history or destroying the universe. And like that seems like a lot of a lot of weight to put on a person who just studied some shit on YouTube, you know, like jeez, you know, like all of this shit. But I think that kinda makes me a lot like a time lord, the fact that I kinda don't care, you know. You guys ever see uh what's it, Doctor Doctor Who, not Doctor Strange. The good doctors, you know, and you guys know the doctors. We got Doctor Who. Inside Tuesday, Kamari Stevens hosting. I almost forgot about that bit. bit that apparently I was working on this past week. This has been like two weeks since I recorded the last episode. That was week one where I was working on a bit and then I go through some shit and then the bits change. But I will relive that bit. It gets better. Alright. Alistair Crowley Toth Deck. What'd you think about that set? Inward Virtue, number three of wands. Wands, fire, creative force, virtue, three of wands. Next set is from December 12th. 
Got two sets on December 12th. Oh, the tweets have been misplaced. explanation of the videos is in order. Uh, around December 10th, I decided to move investigative teachings from Qigong into the NOMO I watched a lot of Montauk Chia videos I saw his what he's like offering what he's talking about highest level immortality immortality bodies right so that's like that and then I decided to go to Shannon Doherty. All of this from the new Secret Energy website where you can rate spiritual teachers. So I was on the page to rate spiritual teachers. And it gives you a write-up about what they teach. It gives you their websites, their Twitters, and their Facebooks. So I went to Montauk Chia first, and I was like, I'm going to learn from him. And then I saw Shannon Dory, and I was like, oh, shit. That's the lady who wrote the book on the Nomo religion. So I had put in my mind, I was like, Montauk Chia, then Shannon. So, like, I started the Shannon Dory interviews first. I bought the books. I have copies of the books. I have not read them yet. <sighs> Reading a book is some hard shit to do. But it's got pictures, I think. <laughs> it's going to help me. It's got pictures. Um, so, yeah, the thing with the Nomo, if you didn't get it from the videos earlier, is it's a living ancient mythology or it used to be living it was living before it was tainted as Shannon likes to mention she's like well yeah I mean like I, I go from the source material I don't I don't examine them today I'd never visited before I don't look at the pictures of what they're doing now because they've now been influenced by Europeans but before then, when they were just telling the story to one guy, the real story, the history of it is uh, these French people, French explorers or whatever, 
missionaries, if you will, French people in Africa found a tribe and they talked to the tribe. And the tribe got one of their elders to tell this French guy the mythology of their religion. And the French guy wrote down the whole thing. And then he comes back to civilization with it. And he's like, oh, look, you guys, this is an ancient religion. And the book is called The Pale Fox. It's been translated into English and most likely a shitload of languages. The Pale Fox. So, like, Shannon sees this and is, like, compelled to write it down in a more legible form, more like a story narrative, because the religion itself is somewhat whole, as in, like, the language means things, the symbols mean things, and once you get the big picture, it all starts shifting and it lives. It's a quantum religion, if you will. If you will, uh, uh, was it entertain my definition of quantum, which is living, you know, like a, a quantum would be a maybe instead of a yes or no. Quantum is maybe. So, yeah, the religion is like a quantum type shit where they have a lot of a lot of knowledge that science is only just now catching up to. Which sounds fishy, because of course, you know, if if we know a lot of shit now, and we meet a person who knows a lot of shit, you're just gonna be like, well, you studied the same shit I did. You know, we we don't leave room for the imagination of, what if that person has been living in a cave, with his family, literally, literally off the side of cliffs. For thousands of years with their one family and their one religion. And they come out and they know as much as the modern society already. You know, it gives a question. It gives quantum ability to the past. Maybe they weren't as dumb as everybody says they were. Maybe your ancestors aren't dumb. Maybe your ancestors aren't dumb idiots like they like to tell us. They were monkeys. And then what if the animals aren't dumb idiots either? I'm getting into current philosophy. I'm going to go back to the past. You're on the journey. I started studying aliens. The Nomo are considered aliens. But also I studied Seven Bomar before that. So all is self. The Nomo is already told to me as a part of the brain, a mystery spirit. The Nomo itself would be like spirit because that's an actual name of an entity. Leb would be more like a, the name of an entity that's like the Mother Earth. And then you got the Jackal and that's in the name of an entity that's more like the Ego. So all of these play in the religion. And I decided to learn... Actually, I made the decision to study Shannon Dories 
interpretation first. Her books, I'm going to study them. She put it in story format. And then I'm going to go to the Pale Fox itself. And then I'm going to study the other guy that I played. Um, Robert Temple. Robert Temple's got a perspective that's more along the side of aliens are cool. Like he doesn't seem to care about the religion. He's just more enamored with aliens. So like that's going to be like my rounding out of the info from Shannon and then the source material and then some off the wall shit. And I'm going to rope those all together if I have the time. Hopefully I have the time. I have been doing almost nothing. It feels like I've been doing almost nothing, but apparently I've been doing a shitload. Fourteen. Twelve, twelve. We got two voice recordings. Thank you. 
Carlton Station. Host Cassidy Hennehan. The set after was Fonzie Carew. Text message picks up the deck of cards, starts to sh shuffle it. Picks up the deck of cards, starts to sh shuffle it. Picks up the decks of cards, starts to sh shuffle it. The decks of cards, starts to sh shuffle it. Also, Carly Toastag, what did you think about that set? We flip an N-word, Knight of Discs. The Knight of Discs. Uh, discs being uh, physical, earthly realm. Dun, 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 dun. More the body wash joke. Talking about judging myself. Uh.
it's going to escalate. Wednesday, Buddha Belly. Thank you. 
attempt at the bit about the shower gel also a weak attempt at getting to the slavery set a person free how long do you wait bit I feel like the next recording is probably going to be it but we're going to have to wait for the next recording because we're doing some more tweets. But first, we're all waiting for it. We're all thinking of it. Alistair Crowley told the tech, what'd you think about that set? We flipping outward truce. Number four of swords. Intellectual, the wind. Truce. Number four of swords. What I like about that set is I got I got helped to make the right decision by a year ago. Oh, I should also mention that was Wednesday Run the Light Buddha Belly hosted by Yorgo Archistus. <laughs> Archistus. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, yeah. So like I got the second light and I was like, you're right, I should not go. I should not try to finish the bit in one minute. That would not be wise, and it would probably take three. And it would end up sounding worse. But truce isn't that bad of a flip, honestly. Even good, one might say. All right, back to the tweets. December 14th, we've got I Like the Video, Emery Streets of Gold, official lyric video. I Like the Video, Golf, Autumn and Winter, 2018. I Like
like the video, Phil Valentine speaks on destroying the old to make way for something superior. We're gonna watch a little of that one. That one's from Masterly Foolish. Chopping up the YouTubes. Going three minutes in. Phil Valentine speaks on destroying the old to make way for something superior. December 16th. December 16th, I like the video. Origin 7 Bomar. This is a this video was revolutionary. Children of the gods. All right, we're going to We're going to start 20 minutes in. I got to give way for the introduction. I didn't, or the people got in from China to the United States, built the railroads, and they wanted them to leave. They hooked them on opium again because that plant is evasive in their colony, in their species, in their genome. Okay? So the opium will take you into other worlds, lower worlds, because it can slow down the frequencies and the wavelengths and actually take you into another space. Now, those spaces will be more hostile. Those spaces will have less light. They will have less balance, okay? But they are spaces, nonetheless, that exist. And many are in that space now. They're leaning into that space, and they live there, okay? And their dreams are in there. And in the event that one of your children or me or anybody else goes into that frequency, we now become a part of that world. Okay? The music. This is why I mentioned lo-fi. Like, we deal with frequencies all the time. It's about the oscillation. It's about just this. 
like this, you're getting to high frequency, right? If it's going like this, you're in low frequencies. And we're not saying good or bad here. We're talking about celestial mechanics. You can do what you want. Do what y'all want. But I will ask you, is that all you're doing? <laughs> so these long oscillations or low vibratory frequencies are realms that are already inhabited. And in fact, they're so dense, they're more solid than even our world. So this means that there's always an opportunity to go lower. There's always a scenario where you have that it's even easier to go lower. That to vibrate high, you really have to put some stuff in balance. You really have to make some intentions because you're swimming through sludge or thick goo. That was two minutes of 20 minutes in. Uh, I feel like all of this is relevant and important. I'm going to skip around being a video DJ. It usually seems to culminate into something that makes rational sense. So I will try to do that again. Evocation to self. Oh, by the way, this is an hour and 16 minutes in. I went from 20 minutes to an hour and 16 this is a five-hour video. I called myself to come and intervene for self because self was just being stupid. And translinear and multidimensional and quantum self moved in with the kind of equipment that was necessary to wake up this kind of hard head, rock head. <laughs> you mean like, I knew everything already. <laughs> so at that point about the physical world, it was very difficult to come at me with some kind of new idea or something that I didn't know about. And also, I had a spiritual past, so I had a lot of information about spiritual. So spiritually and mentally, I was very equipped, physically even strong, but just nowhere near in the proper shape, literally. Need to shape it up a little bit. So once I went into the high vibration and the evocation of self, now how it came to me was, as I was sitting on the bed and the deja vu started happening, once it stopped, it seemed logical because of what I had just experienced. I was like, I said to myself years ago, when I was sitting in prison for that year and a half, learning all that knowledge, reading all those encyclopedias and getting myself together and using that time as a college period, <laughs> like what time you were spending in college, I said to myself then, you know, after I had found the word, I said, man, you know, now I'm just going to put it away. See, when I was studying there, I kept reading in the, in the Apocryphas or, you know, in, in, in Sibylline Oracles or somewhere in each works. They're always like, and he was given the name. And then, and then they'll say it another one. And the name was terrible. And then the name was lost. And none had the name. And I'm like, damn, this is like a suspense story. They're like, what's the name? And I just looked at all the other places and couldn't find the name until I kept going further and further and further and further and further and further. And then one day I got to a book and it had the name. And by then I had read so much crazy stuff about the name. And the last thing I was going to do was call the name. <laughs> I just... Yo, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about to call a name. Um, moving to 204. That were leaked from 
from intelligence agencies that have been made available or even declassified to be available legally, there has been a lot of implications of the psi operations that have gone on to confuse things more and divide things more, even within the conscious community, okay? So the conscious community is also being exposed to a real Operation Cointel Pro kind of situation where different personalities based on their own uniqueness sometimes urge their followers to not agree with or even be found around or on the site of other people who don't believe the same thing completely. And this has happened in so many different set, uh, sessions in the conscious community, but it also goes on in the religious structure. So it's the same thing, divide and conquer. That's why I said, if you read all of the crazy spiritual books that talking about the dark magics and all of this stuff, the only thing it keeps driving home is that division is the greatest tool for bringing about destruction and chaos. And if one wants to be in that, they will separate mothers from fathers. They'll separate husbands from wives. They'll even separate kids from their, from their parents. They'll work in those kind of ways to accomplish the greatest level of darkness and to bring up that current. That's what the books actually say. So because of that, it becomes very important for us all to realize that if we're divided in the community and we can't agree, even if it's, let's say, a temporary disagree or a moment where we need to become more aware of certain kind of knowledge, let's say that, then we have to agree, let's say, to not separate from each other. But of course, that doesn't happen. So we have all these different factions and Flat Earth has become a faction. Anybody who doesn't support that kind of starts getting pummeled by them. But... The more that anything fires upon us, the stronger we grow because that is our design. So we've got quite a few people in the community that actually have come from communities that don't consider things about your diet. Don't consider things about just all out how you're going to look in front of people in the open. Do you know why secret societies were actually really created? They weren't created by people that were just trying to do dark things. In fact, that was never their origin. Secret societies were created when religion started becoming, uh, placing laws, which was almost in the beginning, that you could not follow anything but that religion. So other societies, like ones that believed in astronomy, had to form, had to co come together secretly so that they wouldn't be seen as being against what the ethic of the kingdom was saying that people should do. Now, this was a way to also check people, literally check them. You worship this. And because just as the Brahmic books state that whoever is the leader, you should worship their God because they are God. So with that going on, when people were practicing anything else, it was seen just like you were just doing what father told you not to do, which would get you killed because they, these, there was like a, well, if I let them do it, then everybody's going to think they're going to do it. And you hear, you hear that all the time, especially in the older movies. So this is the first foundation to real secret societies when that whole secret thing started. So it's important to make that very clear. So now we're revisiting Flat Earth. And what this literally means is I need to explain to people, which I did. I actually have recordings of just exactly what I know about it from my own source, higher self. I just ask. I can ask anything, and I've asked a lot. And I, when I ask, they intend to take me on the experience. So it's not like, you know, I, don't, I just learn from a book. 
it's almost like, well, let me ask for this initiation and let's see how it goes. So I asked for an initiation into flat earth. That ended two oh eight, two hours and eight minutes into it, we get into the flat earth. Before that, he spoke on where he's come from, his origins, how he learned the word. He'd read about the word, he learned the word, he used the word. It invoked his higher self to break time. Break time meaning to come and intervene, you know, to open the fourth wall for time travel, much like the book. Day Billy fell off the cliff. Once he realized he can time, not time travel, he can travel. So, like, then the secret society thing you mentioned was very important. The idea that. person in charge is going to want everybody to do one thing and if somebody's doing a different thing they're easy to single out and punish which is why they started secret society so they couldn't be singled out and punished but why he's saying that is because he's revisiting flat earth and at this point flat earth is a thing people are singled out and punished for. So we're two hours and eight minutes in. Revisiting Flat Earth. I'm going to go two hours, 41 minutes in. Our only other word that bears a resemblance to this, because on is the god of Heliopolis, which is the sun god. And this or means gold. It means that these words are exactly the same, but in the code. So then a few more hours went by as it was burning holes in my brain until I realized when you cut an onion in half, that's what you get. And that is exactly the torsion field Co-centric. exactly the worlds within worlds the dreams within dreams all of the reality of how things are projected and that is the pinning point right there in that star system for levels of consciousness here on the dimension right so that's just a little bit of what is revealed as you start marrying these arts so now we have metaphysics science geometry vegetable you know uh, uh, agriculture or whatever permaculture i love that word why you want to aggravate something so you know this is this is where we are so it unfolds from here and that's why also we plan and are already engaged in designing a system that not only puts all this together with all of our assistance meaning it allows us all to query it and ask it things that reveal it 
to reveal to us what we want to know at that moment. So we can meet every person at the stage that they're at. Because even this one I'm talking about right now may be flying over some people's head. And I'm simplifying this. While there's others, they're like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, I just need to get off the phone. I just need to get off the computer. I just need to... <laughs> Relax. This is all design. You just told me to remind you of something, and I'm doing the best that I can to do that. That is what I promised, and I always keep my promises. So here's the thing. We got some more going on. The square root of division, literally, okay? Notice that word. It's in math. The square root, okay? <laughs> like, it would literally be like a tree that was a square that had roots. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you're siphoning too far. It's going too far. That doesn't make any sense. Let me show you what the root to squareness is so you don't be a square. So the reality is is that the hermaphrodite symbolism is replete now. We understand why Thoth, Hermes, and all the Buddha, the Bosatvas, and all that all connect, even the final one, the watered-down one, the one with no minerals at all, the Jesus. Okay, All of those connect into there being a merging between the masculine and the feminine forces of returning to that state. Because are you in that state now? My guy, are you in that state now? It's like, how are you relating to the whole feminine thing? And let's think about it. It's all twisted on this dimension. Because if you get related too well, then you might go to the external side of the whole thing and just completely not understand why that may not be the direction either. So to incorporate all of what needs to happen inside you, you need to activate two forces that are genuinely not really made to be around each other, but somehow need each other. And you become the reason what uh, the reason. See, it's like why your parents created you. Why they don't fight. Why they love each other. Why they don't leave each other. Only because of you. So that same force is what you are. You're the force in the gap. You can be the reason why this all gets destroyed and your world gets destroyed or how we all go into a greater level of connection and recollect everybody that we lost. Again, people are terrified of death at this point. In our customs and our traditions, how was death ever a mourning period? It was a parade. They would throw parties, part, long parties. You may even dip in. And move the chrysalis or something like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good over here because I'm with everybody and it basically feels like, you know what it feels like? It feels like when you just wake up, but continuously. You know that feeling when you just wake up? It's like when you get some good sleep and you're like, ah, oh, refresh. It feels like that all the time, all the time. And everybody is there. So do you really want to mess that up? And wait for another at least 3,000 years this bus. That's why, that's why they kept relating it. If you've been listening to my messages over the last few weeks, and I'm just doing what I'm being told by higher self. I kept talking about, oh, you don't want to miss the bus. You missed that bus. You never know when that bus going to come back around again. This is the bus. It's coming around. Right now, we're even starting on 21st just to be prepared this year. And then next year, we're going to get on that bus. Now, some may be saying, well, what if it doesn't happen? I'm going to love it. But that ain't what's going to happen, Doc. <laughs> if we prepare for sovereignty and nothing happened, we have succeeded and we were ready. But I'm telling you, 
I know something. My spidey senses. <laughs> Something's up. The more I keep cracking this, I'm like, why? Why the secrecy like this? This is wild now. Because this stuff is literally in front of our face, so it would take a real strong program to not see how all this connects. So let's keep connecting it. Let's get to... Alright, that was 2.40 and this is going to be 3.34. Also... Being in the gap. Square root of division. Connecting life and death. Connecting opposites, opposing poles. Very cool concept all right we're going 334 cautious very humble people know me i don't and i can do and this and it no i just bring knowledge and i've been doing that for a decade but now greater things are in front of me now and it is time to prepare myself for the ultimate which i know exists because the thing that was communicated to me in that experience when i asked man what happened? It said the same thing that's going to happen to everybody. It's just you're a little bit early. And you're early because I need you to prepare them. And so thus, as beginning, and we've already began, we will begin deploying massive systems to come in on behalf of humanity in this time. All the wires and all the chips. There's many beings that are in line, meaning they want to assist. They know how much this really means to all of humanity. It clicks. There's even silicone life forms that are about it. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> but I'm just saying every single thing will come to your aid in this experience because no weapon formed against you can ever work against you unless you do not know how to weld it. Okay, so let's finish up here. We have then an electromagnetic structure to reconstruct. It starts within ourselves, and the more of us begin to do it, it becomes catchy. It's just like when you keep, like I have some guys, <laughs> I was getting them because now it's like just divine comedy to me. I realize that I'm literally like, I'm, I'm coming into most people's lives like a, an impact, like really a ship crash landed and they was like scared at first but then was overwhelmed that there may be some money inside or something and then they opened it up and thus they became completely invigorated by the energy so what happened was i pulled up the other day to a place and i saw some guys you know this is the vacation country so they were going on the vacation you know the guy kind of guy man's man right so you know what he was going to do so when i got out of the car i was like you know they were all in you know they're in multiple chrysalises at this point multiple locust locust shields and all sorts of stuff and i'm like yo y'all gonna have fun and the guy's like mm? i'm like y'all gonna have fun right and he's like yeah but it was just it, again beings that are closed are opening opening up and to crack them is a quite interesting process so let's keep watching as people get cracked open and aware that they're already hatched and developed inside of that egg so
Now we're moving 354. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. This bend bend in quite a, the top from the top. This was not the gap. Okay. In, All right. Now seven Bomars handed off his, it was a live stream. So now he's playing a video from a guy named Martin Kinney. This is three minutes, 50, 55, three hours and 55 minutes in. In Greek mythology, they said that Mother Gaia had two children. Okay? This is Mother Gaia, the whole thing. Had two children. Who are the two children? The two children are the top part and the bottom part. Prometheus and Epimetheus. These are the two held be below us. Okay? Right? I hope that makes sense. So I'll move on to the next slide. Right. Now that we established that this is what the whole Earth looks like, our entire Earth is a pyramid mandala with four concentric rings. Right? One, two, three, four. Everything is in fours in the universe, right? All creation is enforced in the universe, right? At the center, we've got what we now know as the Garden of Eden. So anyone who's been following our videos will know about this. The Garden of Eden's at the center. This is where we are here, the second ring. There's an outer ring and an outer ring outside that, all separated by these mountains, what we call the Antarctica ice wall. Okay, this is our South Pole, the Antarctica. And the North Pole, there is a mountain range separating us from the world at the center, from Eden, from Shambhala, Hyperborea. Okay? And outside, they've got their own wall separating from this. This last one has got the greatest one. It's called the Loka Loka Mountains in Vedic scriptures. These are the Loka Loka Mountains, the great, great mountains. Right? And these are the last mountains before the Taurus field, the cosmic egg. Okay? So beyond this, there is no land. It's the cosmic egg locking us out from the void outside. Right? So let's focus on the center, on where we are, and what that might look like. Okay? There's some really important bits. Okay. Around... of these four worlds is also in Taurus field. So remember, this is in a Taurus field. Each of these worlds also has its own Taurus field cocooning it. So there's a Taurus field around this outer world. There's a Taurus field around this one. There's a Taurus field around that one. And there's a Taurus field at the center. Okay? And what that would look like, essentially... something like this okay from our perspective from where we are right almost like those russian dogs 
right? So there's one at the center, a torus field like that. There's one on the outside, on the outer worlds, a bigger one. Then there's a bigger one on the outside, right? Now, I noticed something very interesting about this. These toroidal fields, right, are probably oblate spheroids in shape. So when mainstream science or NASA says the Earth is an oblate spheroid, this is what they're telling us. They're kind of telling us a half-truth, right? Which is why they can blatantly lie with a straight face, because they know they're usurping the truth. And when it comes out, they'll just probably say, well, you're too stupid to understand what we're saying. This is Martin Kinney's Cosmic Egg Theory. We're going four hours, 38 minutes in. For every 6,400 and whatever years, we go from one age into another. Okay? And even within that, there are ages, which are what we call the, um, um, the, the zodiacal ages, the age of Aquarius, the age of... Aries, the age of, um, you know, all the zodiac constellations. And those are all conscious ages. So there's smaller ages within bigger ages within bigger ages. Okay, so everything is cyclical. Okay, so there's a 26,000 year cycle. And then within that, there's a 6,400 year cycle. Within that, there's a 2,100 year cycle. Okay, we've just come out of the age of Pisces, which was the whole Jesus thing, fish. Pisces, we're now going into the age of Aquarius, the water bearer, okay? Aquarius is technology, Aquarius is um, coming together, Aquarius is the mixing, mixing water, Aquarius is always a, a man or a woman pouring water, pitcher of water, mixing the waters, this is now where things are now being mixed, um, knowledge is coming out, technology, this is the age of Aquarius, okay? This is where we are now, right? So these toroidal fields, the vanillin belts, the aurora borealis and all that, they have a significance in that. So we are at a very, very um, special point at the moment, right? Because we're shifting, we're now getting, we're approaching a 6,100 year, 6,400 year cycle shift, which also coincides with the 2,100 year cycle. So not only are we shifting um, consciously, like we did in the last shift during the age of Jesus or Pisces, we're now shifting physically. Like I said, these toroidal fields are expanding and contracting. During the golden age, there are no toroidal fields inside our universe. Okay, let me find a proper one. Just so you can see it properly. There are no Taurus fields in our universe in the golden age. Everything's connected. We are at the peak of consciousness everywhere in the universe. Yeah? It's the golden egg. Okay? All these toroidal fields expand outwards over time. It's almost like the cosmic egg is breathing in and out. The womb of creation breathes in and breathes out. Breathes in. Alright, that's enough of that video. There are others later on in the tweets. 
But that was Seven Bomar Origins on December 16th. Now, December 16th, we have stand-up set. First, let me ask the Toad Tech what he thinks about those previous tweets. We had Phil Valentine destroying the old to make way for something new. And then we had Seven Bomar talking about Flat Earth, not Tachyon, what's it called? Um... Try the thing that's like a two triangles together. Looks like the Star of David. Oh, I forgot what it's called. It's something like a tachyon, triforce, try something or other. Tetrahedron. Literal name of it is tetrahedron. Seven Bomar talked about his origins, the tetrahedron, and flat earth. Then he handed it off to Kenny, Martin Kenny, the cosmic egg model. 2020 sovereignty and Alice Crowley Toth deck. What did you think about those tweets? We flipped the star. Number 17, the star. And I remember looking this one up. It's a Trump card, by the way, uh, with like a person pouring the waters. Aquarius, if you will, transition of mixing. <laughs> the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Yeah, it was 
Duncan Pace, comic after me, A.J. Bell. I made that body wash joke work, and I did a good bit about sex magic, which is finally bringing around the other thing, and a new bit about flat earth. I think that's how I'm going to have to do the flat earth bit. I've tried it other ways. We've got two more recordings. Tried it where there's no joke. 
We got two more recordings, December 17th and 18th. I'm going to read the 17th, play the 17th one, read the 18th, play the 18th one. I like the video. Wait, did I, did I flip a card up? I didn't. I thought about it and I shuffled, but I didn't flip a card. All right, Alistair Crowley Toth deck, dropping cards. Alistair Crowley Toth deck, what did you think about that set? We flip an outward love, number two of cups, love. I like the video, Martin Kinney Universal Disclosure. Most interesting video on earth 2020. This is the documentary that Martin Kinney put out. It should be watched from beginning to end. Universal Disclosure, the most interesting video on earth 2020. Norb Cuffins. each other 
once you watch this and start discussing and dissecting it. We also ask and strongly encourage you and everybody to re-upload and mirror this on any and every platform, redub it in your language, do reaction videos, make screenshots, remixes, refixes, and get this out there. One last disclaimer, some of the maps on these models and elements are not the spec and I did them to be as visual as possible, so don't mind some of the maps being off, distorted, or totally wrong. They are meant for representation purposes only. So, grab your snacks and drinks and get ready to have your mind blown. Let's go. Before we get into the details, it's extremely important that you have a full understanding of the construct of our geocentric electromagnetic universe. If you're not familiar with this geocentric model, we're going to leave links in the description for you to catch up on the basics. In short, we're not on a ball. Our Earth currently consists of four concentric rings of physical concentric rings. <laughs> zero-point axis at the center of the plane, just like a drop of water that falls into a larger body of water, therefore creating a ripple effect, beginning from its point of impact, concentrically expanding outwards. The very middle center of this vast earthly concentric plane is what's known as the zero-point axis. This is what we refer to as the magnetic north pole. This central pole is not just a symbolical metaphor, but an actual physical marker said to be a magical, or should I say, magnetic pillar sometimes referred to as a holy mountain or the tree of life the first big red pill you're gonna have to swallow is that beyond all these dimensional fields of energy from where we are now in our northern and southern extremities are other extraterrestrial lands inhabited by other extraterrestrial civilizations this is what we might call extraterrestrial outer and inner space extraterrestrial outer and inner earth i know it sounds crazy just bear with me each of these four dimensional rings of earth have their own eco lunar solar systems and seasons and their own sun and moons which would be our current seven wandering stars saturn and jupiter being the solar sun and lunar moon of the outermost ring domain or realm of earth Mars and Venus being the solar sun and lunar moon of the next concentric domain of Earth inside that. This Mars and Venus domain would be the main realm beyond our southern Antarctic boundary and the Aurora Australis electromagnetic field. Then, of course, we have our own solar sun, Apollo, and lunar moon, Artemis, in this domain. And last but not least, Mercury within the inner central realm beyond our northern Arctic boundary and Aurora Borealis electromagnetic field. This inner star, Mercury, is androgynous, both a solar sun and lunar moon in one. It's sometimes referred to as the inner Earth sun, or black sun, or planet Nibiru, or planet X. Now, the full expanse of our entire earthly plane, with all the different realms, would be what the ancient Greeks referred to as Mother Gaia. The Kemetic Egyptians called the Benben, or Mother Geb, and the Indo-Vedics referred to as the Bumandala. In this presentation, we're going to explain and show how the spiral expansion of space, time, and matter began and continues to be. Let's go. This calendar is a modern interpretation. That was six minutes of Martin Kinney, Universal Disclosure, the most interesting video on Earth, 2020, Lord Kufens.
And if you're wondering, yes, that does make sense to me. Instagram posts legible. Now we got December 17th. Hopefully we'll be ending soon. We're already two hours in. Oh, fuck, we're not ending soon. I've still got like two groups of tweets to read after these two. Smoking. It's not the only time I've been loving household pets, that's too far. 
I didn't mention the other one was hi-ho. Duncan Pace, hi-ho lounge. I'm pretty sure I heard who was on next after also on that one. Either way, the next one, that one was uh, Buddha Belly. I actually could have played that one before the Martin Kinney thing. Weird reference I made in the middle there when I lost my place. The whole thing was lost. But like there was a weird part where I was like, if that's true, then I mean the whole bunch of other shit's true. Is the 2020 phase shift going out of the age of Pisces into Aquarius, but also shifting from bronze to silver. No, iron to bronze, or bronze to iron. It's definitely bronze to iron, going to the Iron Age. That's in 2020. But to say that that's in 2020 is to say that you've got a calendar. And to say that you've got a calendar really means you believe in flat earth. The cosmic egg specifically. Because Martin Kinney came up with a calendar along with his friends. And that's what that video is really about. 
less about the cosmic egg, more about the calendar, how it works with the concentric rings. Now we got some tweets from December 18th. Well, you guys, I'm into flat earth theory now. Worse is the evidence is true. There are maps and models that correspond not only to the esoteric gnosis. I'm going to take the microphone down to my level for this. Worse is the evidence is true. There are maps and models that not only correspond to the esoteric gnosis, but also the book I'm writing. The point in the circle inside of the bigger circle. That's how the universe is constructed. The cosmic egg is quite literal. The whole universe and Taurus fields like scientifically was talking about. He didn't get the whole picture, but the whole corresponds to the parts. The earth itself is like a disc, like a DVD, like Seven Bomar had eloquently stated in the center. The wildest part is how much sense the old knowledge makes after I understood where we were. I may not have to read about the Nomo and the Day of the Fish. It's all still here. I urge you onlookers to connect your own cable. See the tree of life in the center of the DVD, the branches and the roots making the Taurus fields, the oldest being the furthest from the tree, the youngest closest to the trunk, the land of the DVD, the land of DVD in an ascending the land of the DVD in this and in the the land of the DVD the land of DVD <laughs> I urge you onlookers to connect your own cable see the tree of life in the center of the DVD the branches and the roots making the Taurus fields the oldest being the furthest from the tree, the youngest closest to the trunk. The land of DVD in an ascending pyramid for each Taurus. The terrain is being mapped too well to play around in time. Also, there's going to be a new age in 2020. Possibly also the opportunity to time travel 3,000 years or get some cool new superpowers. Probably just some legit Kundalini and Chi stuff. All right, now I'm going to play the last stand-up set, which is 10 minutes, and that feels like one of the sets that I forgot to stop, so at a certain point I might stop it. Also, I'm not feeling the piano playing. I feel like I could step it up. Something, do something cool, I don't know. Thank you. 
I probably can't step it up and do something cool. Man, who's against the man, you know, like, <laughs> this is like the opposite of, of fame, you know, now I want to 
I had to cut it off early. It ended seven minutes, and I have ten minutes recorded. That was Bar Redux with DC Paul hosting. Tuesday, Bar Redux. That's the end of the stand-up. Now we've just got a few good tweets. A few good tweets. Six days ago, this is the 25th, we got Martin Kenny, Universal Codes of Conduct, 2020 and beyond. We're going to start this one 50 minutes in. This is etymology. 
I don't want to start here. We're going to start 24 minutes in. I need someone to talk to. 
because no one in the world knows this and you guys obviously know this stuff right so luckily we've got the internet now i don't have to join a, a secret society because i can find people who are like-minded right anywhere in the world through the internet and this is what secret societies are and this is why a lot of people have joined the secret societies because over the past they figured these things out <laughs> and they, they had to speak to someone they needed to speak to someone or otherwise you'll go crazy you go nuts yeah it's funny i've been accused of being in a secret society i, I have been uh, accused of being a freemason because of the work that i've gotten into lower be we're going one hour 55 minutes right because our code will not be right for that realm at that time it'll so take us quite a while to get so it's to that. two incompatible codes right it's like taking a, an operating system for apple you know it is androgynous and androgyny is a very very key component of the ancient mystery religions uh i, I did a show actually on Baphomet going back about two or three years ago patience above so below when we get to eden we're obviously going to settle on the outskirts of eden right we're going to be on the outskirts of eden on the edge right we will not be able to go any further because we're not ready right it's almost the same with where we are now we will become the africans of eden the southern hemispheres right so we always say people in in the southern hemisphere generally are a lot more behind than the people in the northern hemisphere right that's just a fact it's not racist it's not anything it's just a fact right it's the same thing in eden and all the other realms as well so when we get there we are going to be the equivalent of what we think africans are we're going to be the ones that are going to be backward our code is going to be very very backward we're going to be doing things that are not quite in sync with the old culture with the eden culture and it will take us a time it will take us a lot of a long time before we begin to assimilate ourselves into this new code into this new culture and eventually we'll begin to assimilate and migrate into other parts yeah and the whole thing so we so would have down we would have down level code if you will if we use it yeah uh, analogies and then it's going to be a process of upgrading yeah and updating the code and that i don't know how long that's going to take yeah. i'm assuming it's going to take quite a while but uh, yeah this is a very very interesting way to uh, to describe it more yeah from a code perspective i think a lot of people will will understand it that way and two hours eight minutes neutral gender this and confusing people with all these gender things and governments are approving it and they're giving the thumbs up it's confusing people it's making people go crazy like i don't understand what's going on but when the new world order comes in and says oh no 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 we're gonna pull this back a bit you know it's gone too far you know the new world order the new manifesto says there is male female transgender gay lesbian all the other ones, we're going to bend them now. That's crazy. We went too far. And of course, people will go, oh, yeah, we can live with that. Yeah. So, so all it of becomes it, a process yeah. of negotiation almost where, right, Brilliant. they reach a middle point where, yeah. okay, this is too over the top. That's too extreme. Yeah. Fundamentalist, whatever. And I don't mean from a religious perspective, but just in a belief system. 
Yep. So let's bring it to some center point where they can get a perhaps a, a critical mass of people to say, okay, okay. That's a very good point, Martin, because one of the things that I, you know, I know from doing all this work is that this works for the whole world. So we're going to be monitoring everyone. We're going to monitor in, in that arena. It's understanding the mysteries. It's under, it's uncovering you know, the real. Um, you know, on to, for, for me, on a closing note, um, people are going to listen to this, and there will be three tiers of people, like I always say. There's going to be the first tier of people who are going to say, if this is true, I'd rather die for my Jesus. I'll go to these camps. I'm never letting go of Jesus. I'm never letting go of the Bible and the truth in the Bible. In fact, we're told in the Bible that we're going to be persecuted. Many Christians will tell you, I'm prepared to die and suffer and be tortured for my Jesus and for my God. I will not let it go for anything or anyone. That is what's going to happen to you. You're spelling that and that is your faith. That is, that is going to happen to you. You're going to be in the FEMA camps. They're being built just for you and you are willingly accepting it. So that's what's going to happen for you. So that's the first tier. The second tier is the majority. You are going to go, do you know what? If that happens, it doesn't sound that bad, actually. It sounds like a, quite a nice world. No wars, you know. We don't have to worry about the financial imbalance in the world. There'll be medicine for everyone, so no diseases. There'll be more equality, a fairer system. Okay, we'll lose some freedoms, but on balance, that world sounds better than the world we're in today. So that's majority of majority of people. Yeah, bring it on, whatever. I just want to have a good life and enjoy my life. I want to raise my kids in a, in a good world. And I want to enjoy my life and be happy. And then there are those who are going to say, I'm not willing to accept either of those. You know, I don't want to be tortured because I don't agree with a lot of the things. But at the same time, I don't want to compromise. I'm too far ahead to compromise those things because I don't want to live in a world like that. Because I'm not, you know, I don't sync with it. So what is the other alternative? The other alternative is to move on. Right? So this is where I am. For me, staying behind in that Orwellian world, even though it sounds nice and it's utopian, for me, for where I am, I don't think I'd be happy in that world. I'm not willing to give up some of my freedoms to gain some of those good things. Right. Neither am I willing to die or suffer standing for what I believe in. So the alternative is I've got to move on. My code has changed. I've got to go to where my code is in sync with, starting to get in sync with. So that is Eden. I now know where that is. And that's most of us who don't feel like we belong here anymore. We don't feel like this is home. We feel like, you know, I I just, I I don't want to be here. Right. That's the feeling that I have. It's it's one where I feel I'm out of place, like I'm a fish out of water. That was Martin Kenny, Universal Codes of Conduct 2020 and Beyond. I like the video, Solstice Honoring. The thing about judgment, if the need to judge is strongly present within you, figure out what it is exactly that you're judging. Study every aspect of it until you understand the positive as well as the negative. Thus, judgments will subside. If judgments persist, they lead to division, and division is the only weakness of a limitless entity. If you are against the idea of a limitless entity, then by all means judge away. 
but be careful not to judge yourself for judging, lol. And because I can and did, I feel it necessary to troubleshoot the idea of being against the limitless entity. You have two options. Join with the biggest faction that's against limitless entities, or be completely independent using division to divide yourself from all. The problem with joining the biggest faction against limitless entities is that you'll see how divisive tools of division are on the populace and have to not judge yourself for doing it. If you do judge yourself for joining, you'll be divided from both limitless and the faction. If you choose to be against limitless entities by dividing yourself, you will go on such a wild and long journey to separate yourself that you will eventually be the limitless entity yourself, lol. The only way to legitimately fend off limitlessness is to become limitless. Thus, the options to continue living with and in judgments. Thus, the options to continue living with and in judgments, I say, if you're not deep into joining factions nor fighting limitless entities, then try not to judge yourself or your experience all that much. Bring your own unique version of limitless potential to the family. Perception war works its word magic even now. The layman reading would wonder if I in cahoots with the limitless entity would steer people into our own machine. But I say to you, potential comes from inside out. I can only ask that you spark your own inner fire. Also, not everyone needs to be limitless in this lifetime. Thus, I only have 897 followers currently. LOL. But hearing, seeing, understanding these words gives you an advantage. And I like that. It builds potential. LOL. Truth compounds potential, mates. Retweet of Suicide Girls. I just googled owls without feathers. I regret everything. I liked a video. Martin Kenny, Cosmic Creation Matter, Time and Space Part 1. Hi, my name is Martin Kenny. I'm a student of syncretism, which is the science of harmonizing the different teachings, cultures, natural sciences, religions, and philosophies from current schools of thought as well as from the ancient mystery schools. Over the last couple of years, I've dedicated my life to trying to piece together the workings and mysteries of our collective reality. Where are we? What are we? Why are we here? And where are we going? The fundamental idea behind syncretism is that the answers to these questions do not belong to any one culture, race, religion, or book, but in fact, encoded across the full spectrum of our collective reality within this realm. Syncretism also brings together natural physical sciences, philosophical sciences, as well as intuitive or spiritual science to discern universal truth. Over the last few years, I've been working on a model of what our universe could be from a geocentric perspective. I've used the cosmic egg model, which most ancient cultures subscribe to and even modern heliocentric science alludes to. In this video presentation, I'm going to cover all of the above subject matter and more in great detail. 
But before I begin, I want to open with a stern warning to anyone about to watch this presentation. The information I'm going to share with you is very much outside the box of any boxes. I'm going to unapologetically challenge conventional thinking, belief systems, and popular consensus on many levels. If you still believe in the heliocentric globe Earth model, you are not yet ready for this information. If oh, wait, you still bad. subscribe to any dogmatic, cultural, or religious belief systems, you are not yet ready for this information. If you're not an independent, free-thinking, free-spirit, open-minded individual, then this is not for you. If you're afraid to explore and ask big questions outside your box or comfort zone, then this is definitely, definitely not for you. Having said that, I don't expect to be 100% correct about everything I share. And I don't expect you to blindly believe what I share. I'm not here to preach or sell anything. I simply hope that you listen to my presentation, information and research with an open mind and critical eye. Take what resonates and ignore what doesn't. My geocentric cosmic egg model is based on the idea that our entire universe is inside an electromagnetic torus field, hence the term cosmic egg universe. I'm a little bit curious to see where that one goes. We probably discusses most everything that he's already discussed. Oops, I liked my own tweet on accident. I liked the video, Astronauts Gone Wild. You really like it, You're the one who said you walked on the moon when you didn't. Calling the kettle black, if you ever thought of it. Saying I misrepresented myself. away from me. You're a coward and a liar and a thief. If you show this publicly, you're open for a lawsuit. Okay? Astronauts gone wild. 24. <laughs> 2004 is 24. I mean, do you have Neil Armstrong interviewed already? No, he, he doesn't want to be interviewed. Well, I, I know. 
Astronauts Gone Wild. It's a guy confronting astronauts. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon. It's an amazing documentary. It shows a lot of ships failing. With its two passengers landing on its closest celestial neighbor and returning from where it came. Perhaps again, God's irony lies somewhere within this great boast of humankind. The building of the tallest tower for the sole purpose of standing out among the races was never finished. The machine that was so great that it was said to be untouchable by even God never completed its first voyage. And finally, the crowning achievement of humankind, the greatest boast of the species, the event in human history most associated with pride in our own accomplishments, landing on the moon. Twenty years later, and years behind schedule, the same space program couldn't put into Earth orbit a telescope with a lens that focused. And yet two decades earlier, a mission 100 times more complicated worked on its first occasion. With close scrutiny of the motives of the zealous Nixon administration, a critical examination of the entirely government-controlled press coverage and newly discovered footage of the crew of Apollo 11 staging part of their mission, we wish to detail what may come to be the greatest government conspiracy of all time. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon. So these are two videos that Martin Kenny shouted out in an interview, actually on television. I don't know how he got on television. That's weird also that Martin Kenny was on TV on like a morning show talking about Flat Earth. But he shouted out these two videos. One is Astronauts Gone Wild. The other is a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. I think a funny thing happened on the way to the moon came out first. It was by this guy who, this, both videos by the same person. So in the first one, he makes a video. In the second one, he goes to astronauts. He shows them parts of that video. And he's like, okay, what do you guys say? Do you swear on a Bible? You walked on the moon. And that's pretty much the whole thing. Uh, like the video test three it's from Seven Bomar. Instagram picture widget. Instagram picture snapped. Instagram picture mage. Instagram picture bath. Instagram picture telemarket. Instagram picture reading. Instagram picture rebrand. I like the video. They might be giants. Miss Bluebeard official video. Instagram picture utility. Instagram picture rose. Instagram picture refried, Instagram picture let, Instagram picture mass, Instagram picture local, Instagram picture triangle. I like the video, Martin Kenny, Disc Astrology, The Human Journey, Discover Disclosure Discussion. I was just watching that. I'm actually not finished with it. Yeah, right. Oh, I started that earlier in the podcast. Once you understand astrology, you know, the age of Pisces that we were in, that we're just coming out of. Yeah. Right? What is Pisces? Pisces is the two fish. The fish. Pisces is division, right? 
Pisces is black versus white. Yeah. Right? Up versus down. Oh, I don't care about any of this spiritual stuff. You know, I'm just I'm just interested in the facts, the science. Right? I want to take measurements and I just want to know, you know, the science of flat earth. All this other stuff is just theory. That's what they'll say. It's just right? the spiritual stuff. It's just theory. It's just theory. That that tells me you are very Piscean. You're still in the Pisces age. Yeah. Consciously. Yeah. You're still let you're still in that dualistic nature of I'm in the I'm in the black square or I'm in the white square. Yeah. Right. When you when you become Aquarian, you meet the flat earthers who are saying, Do you know what? I'm gonna look at everything, man. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at everything, all the religions, I'm gonna look at the science of flat earth. I'm going to look at the spiritual stuff. I'm going to look at the holistic stuff. I'm going to look at food. I'm going to look at everything to do with anything, right? Because that's the mixing, the coming together. That is a very Aquarian age. That means you are now dressing up for that season. Yeah. Or you're dressed for the season. Yeah. And you're taking action according to the season. Exactly. Right? And because you're taking action according to the season, you are sowing your seeds, right? And once you sow your seeds, which is asking the questions into the universe the right way, right? You will bear fruit, and the fruit is the answers. Right? And so people say, why you? How, how did you figure this out? How do you know this? It's because I've tapped into the right energy of this time, because I understood the seasons, maybe even without knowing, subconsciously. I asked the right questions, so did you. So you got the right answers that you needed at the time. Yeah, yeah, fantastic, absolutely brilliant. And then my the other spin to that is is coming out of that dual that dualism is to go. That's what I call an organic singularity. You know, it's because if you look at it, you've got it's it's like when you look at the, some of the cosmology, some of the Vedic cosmology. We've got the seven planes above and seven planes below, etc. And then there's the plane in the center, the middle. You know, which is yeah. the heart, which is what I speak of a lot, is because I experience it because I, I, I align with those energies in order to make that that scenario to kind of manifest. And it's an ever-growing scenario. And, and I see that, I just see that the earth, because I said earth's got a kundalini as well, and I see that the, the earth is rising up so that we rise up in towards the heart, yeah? And this is where we, where we come to a state of knowing. Instead of being in that dualistic state of, oh, is he right? Am I right? Am I right? As black, he's white. He's, you know, so we, we move up into the heart and then that's where we find that organic singularity, you know, and that's where we, you know, we're, we're kind of heading there now. So that going back to what we were saying earlier, so that's us learning, you know, we, the, the God consciousness within, you know, we're all fragments of the one and obviously yep. we all experience and then learn and remember who we are. So by re, be remembering and realigning and rejoining, we go back into the heart in order to do that, you know? Oh, beautiful, brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are all one. We, we truly are all one. But we're all one spiritually. Spiritually. Okay? Not 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 physically, not inorganically, which is what uh, um, what, what, we're, what we're seeing in some circles of, of our yeah. reality, Definitely. trying to inorganically merge into singularity, which is not the, the organic way, like you said. So that's a good, the way you phrase it is really good. Yeah. You know, we are organically all one. We all come from the same source. So we are different seasons under the same sun. 
right? So we must embrace our differences, definitely. We must enjoy the differences. Yeah. Because we created these differences in order to, if there wasn't difference, life would be boring, right? It would be just absolutely <laughs> pointless. Pointless. There'd be, no, there'd be no point. There'd be no point. But beyond that, we must see past those differences. Yeah. Right? Yeah. On, a, on, a, on a deeper level. We must appreciate them, but we must not take them literally. We must not take them as factual. Yeah. They are not factual truths. Our differences are not factual. They are the matrix, the Maya, the illusion, the, illusion. the game. Yes, brother. Yes, brother. This is right. it. You know, and that's exactly. People still stuck in their pigment. Yeah. You hear people saying, oh, we black people, we're the true yeah. chosen people. Yeah. Oh, we, this tribe, we're the true chosen people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my my race, my religion, my book, my country, we're the true. Oh, my God, you are deep in the Maya. You are deep in the illusion, deep in the Maya. Yeah. Right. You're still playing games. You're on the Monopoly board. Yeah. You need to step away from the board and see the picture from above. I'll scrub this out there. What do you think about those tweets? N word Queen of Wands. Boop a doop, boop, boop a doop. We're going to end this off with a spiritual warfare classic.
classic battle of the truth, spiritual warfare, also known as tarot card battle. It's where you take yourself a tarot deck and you try to win your opponent's soul. Whoever thinks they win, wins. Game of wits, truth battle. If you think you win, then you win. Entering paradox. <clears throat> We shuffle, we shuffle, we shuffle, one, two, three, flip. I flip abundance, number three of cups. With this, I give you abundance, and I ask for your soul in return. We shuffle, we shuffle, we shuffle, we shuffle, flip. I flip prince of cups, prince of cups, I fulfill emotional things in turn for your soul. Here we shuffle, we shuffle, we shuffle, we shuffle, we shuffle. One, two, three, flip. I flip the devil. Numbers um, 15. Trump card number 15, the devil. With this, I take the devil away and I'm like, give me your soul now. Alright, that's been Spiritual Warfare. This has been, you tweeted, you meaned it. Episode, wait, I guess, do I have to talk about anything else? Was it all rounded out pretty nicely? Cocentric rings going from the circle, the idea of the realm of possibility. When I described the realm of possibility, I thought of the chaos sphere, the ball with the directions pointing everywhere possible. And the representation of the limitlessness, the realm of possibility and limitlessness is the dot inside of the sphere, inside of the bigger sphere, is the same setup to the cosmic egg, cocentric ring earth. The only difference in my thing for the realm of possibility, or, you know, the physical manifestation of limitless potential is in mind there is no I didn't account for polarity being two torus fields for each circle which would they would create a, a flattish space in the middle of each other and there would be a hole that goes through the middle and it would spread out through the flattish thing and that would create what would look like a diameter. Is it called diameter of a circle? There's diameter and then there's also, I don't know, there's a line going across the circle. So each circle would have lines going across it. And depending on where those circles are and how big those circles are, the lines would connect. The middle line of each torus field could connect and it would create the earth that we'd live on in the concentric rings in the realm of possibility. But I'm not going to go to that depth in the book. I'm not going to add the world in that. I'm just going to keep it. How do you know what's possible when anything's possible? It's like three rings. Even though we have like four or five concentric rings on Earth already. You know, that's just overkill. Jeez. Also, the idea each separate thing is like separate races. 
Uh, it connects in so many ways that you should each take time to go and look and figure out for yourself really cool information. This is You Tweeted You Mean Did episode 97, Cocentric. I am your host, Byron Broussard. Uh, I'm not just me.com. Black Rocker on Twitter, Lord Black Rocker on Instagram and Snapchat. Back at Snapchat, doing it big. <laughs> anyway, this is a yeah, an episode. I think is this an episode? What are we doing? You can't end like that.